Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. We started with an absolutely killer tune from an artist called Blythe. Blythe is Ian White, mainly known as the drummer from Gallon Drunk, long-time London resident playing in excellent bands. And he sent this to me what feels like a couple of years ago now, I think. He played a solo show for me supporting Lydia Lunch as Blythe. I think it was like a first solo show, and I'm pretty sure I'd heard some of these tracks then. But the album is finally coming for a full, proper release in September. And uh, this, Confessions of a Justified Singer, is the title track. That's literally two tracks in a row where you've done that. Because you finished last week's podcast with Lost More, and you're like, yeah, he sent me this record like a few years ago. The Lost More one wasn't quite as long ago as Blythe, but yep, yes. Very similar. <laughs> so, t- so tell me more about this Blythe record. Has it got a label? Has it got a full release? What's going on? So, um, well, Ian plays every single instrument on this. So while he's playing live, this is sort of him solo drums and electronics. But uh, in the recording studio, no doubt, he you know played lots of stuff on lots of different tracks. It's recorded at Soup Studios, the fantastic studio on a boat on the Thames, which is, um, you know, my partner's band, Sealand Woman, records there virtually every album you hear about in the sort of london jazz scene is recorded there and it's just um yeah fantastic studio as far as the label don't have anything for that so i think it's a self-release but um that's about what i got yeah no release date just september stick. september oh man yeah. a year I, I, I did say yeah well I'm, I'm only partially listening to every other word <laughs> i think that's it while i sort of Earmark, what's going to go on next? What am I going to play next? Go play some music from Nege Nege tapes. It's been a long old while since we played Nege Nege on this podcast. It might even be the first play of the year for them. I'm sure we played some sub-labels. Yeah, we might have played some Hakuna Kalala, but it's only their third release of the year. It's uh, from the person who co-founded Hakuna Kalala and actually made the music that gave Hakuna Kalala its name. It's uh, Ray Sapiens. A really great musician, great guy as well. I met him, obviously, when I was out there because I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast. Uh, but no, uh, so, but no, he's a Congolese producer. When I was out there, what, three years ago, he was like, still really cutting his teeth in production. He's been a musician for, since being a child, uh, fled the Congo when he was a child, had some pretty gnarly things to say about it which uh, you sort of to my incredibly privileged upbringings is were just like absolutely mind-blowingly horrible and unimaginable so he's had a, two eps this one is his first like lp and it's under ray sapiens and the congo techno ensemble and this is like his other music was great but this is like a really mature really great really well developed record and you can tell it's a guy who's been like literally plunged the last i don't know decade or so of his life into his craft this is really great it's ray sapiens of the congo techno ensemble this track called eza macambo Mama, 
Sounds of Ray Sapiens and the Congo Techno Ensemble Eze Makambo is taken from Nazala Zala out on the 16th of July via Uganda's Nege Nege Tapes. Yeah, absolutely killer. It's a super intriguing record. It's super varied and I hate to say something like fresh and interesting, but it's like <laughs> it is definitely unique to Western is for sure. It's uh, taking a lot of uh, traditional sort of uh, Congolese percussion and uh, it's got here, it says here, alongside traditional percussionist, vocalist and dancer, Papalas, Palata and rapper, Fresh Doogie. It's uh, Ray Sapiens. It's Congo Techno Ensemble. Fresh Dougie. <laughs> yeah. I'm into the Dougie Fresh uh, of the Congo there. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I suspect they're all based in uh, Kampala. Ray Sapiens uh, obviously is. And yeah, it's lovely to read the press release with it, sort of talking through where he's at at the moment. Because obviously it was a long time ago that I was out there and that I met him. And I, 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 ch- I was chatting to him a lot when I was there because he was really just like a, a lovely young man. Nice, friendly guy. Yeah, yeah, but also really keen and really open-minded and really happy to learn and listen. And one of those people, you know, I don't know if you ever see this, but when you see people who are just proper sponges of information, they're just like surrounded by musical people and are just taking in as much as they possibly can from everyone because they love it so much and they want to develop and learn and he just started working with Ableton when I was out there. And it says in the press release here that he's co-founded the Hakuna Kalala label and now teaching Ableton live skills to Kampala's young producers. So it's sort of this, not passing on the baton, he's not like retiring, but you know, it's sort of like <laughs> taking his skills that he's learned from the guys who set up 
Nege Nege and all the artists that were sort of in that stable and is now sort of passing that on and sort of helping, which should hopefully help mature and help develop producers there and, uh, yeah, create more great music. Yeah, no, absolutely killer. I was going to ask if he was the vocalist on that. As you said, he was a rapper, but I think you've answered the question there. You've got, got some guests there and that's him on production. Yeah, he does do some of the vocals on his other records as well. He's When I was playing in the brothel in Kampala, he was... Uh, he played then and it was absolutely brilliant. Like really, really like good. He did a live set. Yeah, just him like uh, on the mic as well. Just really cool. And he's had the first EP on Hakuna Kalala and he's had another one since there as well. And you just see those two sort of showed someone who was developing and there's a bit of a step change. But compared to those, this is a like gigantic leap. I say a more mature, sort of more developed, more advanced experimental direction. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that very much, and it's wicked to see that come out of there, because I think, not quite uniquely, but more or less worse than anywhere else in the world, if you've grown up in the Congo in the last, uh, you know, 20 years, it's uh, you've probably had it worse than most places, but it's been there uh, Yeah, bad. I mean, I just I remember really clearly him talking about it, and I don't really want to go into it on this, but it's a different world, we could say. Yeah, and it's cool. It says here on the press release that um, his father was in a, a pretty famous band in the Congo, but his career was cut short by the war. So it's uh, wicked to see the family yeah. carrying on there. Next one from me. I want to play you the new single by Alice Hubble. We played tracks from her album of 2019, Polar Lichter, that uh, we both really liked. And this is going to be the first release since then. And she's actually playing some shows for me. Well, as when this comes out, she would have played one on Sunday. And she's also, we're doing a full headline show as well. So very excited about that. It'll be the first time we've done a headline show. So this track is called Power Play. That's the title track for me. And it's the first single and it's out now. Still there 
There we go, there's Alice Hubble's Power Play. And if you watch that on YouTube, it's got a pretty cool video to go with it as well. All filmed by her and her partner in their flat. But it's it's come out pretty good, I think. Yes, I'm glad that it clarified that it was filmed at home before I made a joke about curtains. It's, uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. And uh, yeah, I have a soft spot for Alice Hubble, not just because she makes great music, but also because she declared on Twitter how much she liked UN and that she'd got it as a present. <laughs> Bloody, I forgot about that. That for her birthday, yeah, or after uh, listening to it on one of the patron specials, she uh, got a copy of, just to call it the finest music ever pressed, I think undersells it. I think it is a truly, you know, cross experience. It could be the finest thing. <laughs> the, the finest thing ever produced, <laughs> just the, uh, the finest ar uh, artifact. <laughs> Exactly. There's, there's no reason to limit it to music. Uh, no, no, I would, uh, I, I, I would agree with that entirely. Uh, she had also got a fantastic birthday cake. So what an absolute gem of a birthday! What an absolute hero! Yeah. So the album is also called Power Play, like that song. That's out now, but the album's coming out in the autumn. And if you want to see her play live in London, we're doing an album launch in a little venue called Folklore in October. Yeah, Folklore in Shoreditch, right? Yeah, exactly, on Hoxton Street. Lovely, and... Hoxton Street? No, no, on ha the Hackney on Road, ha sorry. On Hackney Road, my old neck of the woods. I mm. am going to play some music now, and what should I play? Well, I've got quite a lot of, like, banging electronics, so I'm going to play this one from <laughs> one of our... I've, I feel like I'm playing a lot of Polish music at the moment, and it's funny because I, I was listening to quite a lot again this week, and I thought, oh, I can't play any Polish music got through about five different polish records then got to a sixth one i was like well that's really good and this is it so i'm playing it. it's on the glamour label out of uh, warsaw in poland it's actually their first release of the year they haven't released anything since november classic glamour label sort of artwork uh, yeah absolutely no <laughs> hardcore potion to go with this release <laughs> this is from an artist called razmiel it's the moniker of shiman pichnik it's quite interesting. In, it depends on which social media you go on, what age it says he is. So on SoundCloud, I think it says he's 16. On Bandcamp, I think it says he's 17. And yeah, so, but who knows when those things were written. He's probably like in his mid-40s now. But I think this is his debut release. So he's obviously still a young chap. It's called Yaku Part 1 is the album. And it describes itself as your first deep dive into the mysteries of a dark, grim planet called Yaku for the twisted, gloomy monsters. This chapter, part one, is about glowing jellyfishes drifting in the ocean and huge metallic worms endlessly drilling new tunnels underground. So there you go. So cool. see if this uh, in any way matches that description. This is uh, Razmiel and it's called AQAD.
Absolutely ace, Rasmiel, AQAD or A quad, or I don't know how you're going to say that. It's said take it from Yaku part one out 3rd of June via the Glamour label out of Warsaw. Nice. Like partly that was obviously quite silly, but there's also some pretty great sounds in there just sort of like by themselves, some of the low end sounds. And by the end, I was like, all right, when's the next Glamour label night? When are they doing a dark basement in Poland? Yeah. <laughs> me, me and you, let's do this. We'll be there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. It was, it's so good. It definitely like listening on, I've said this before, listening on headphones, it's just like an extra dimension of experience listening to that record. I reckon it's a, yeah, phenomenal work of art. Razmiel here. I focus on sound design, textures, layers, and the possibilities of Toby with sounds that don't necessarily have a melodic sense, but instead a very expressive timbre and vibe. So I think that sort of speaks a little bit to what you were just saying. And yeah, looking forward to hearing the whole thing. It's uh, coming out on the 3rd of June, as I say. And yeah, then I'm going to look forward to part two. But you could just pick it up from uh, the Glamour label on uh, Bandcamp, xxxglamourxxx.bandcamp.com and do do dig out their other records as well. They've released some absolute crackers. So Turbo O Brute. I, I, let's just double check if they've got the uh, Potion is the potion still they available do. edition of 24 still available from uh, <laughs> Govsky. that is well when we do the uh the glamour label night in poland uh, if i'm going to stay up after midnight i'm going to need some uh some hardcore potions so. well absolutely so you know we can get the 24 of them then um, it's actually <laughs> funny it's uh, i forgot about this record uh it's uh, like essentially like proper gabber going on and i remember i was in the pub the other night with a couple of people in my team at work and one of them who's just moved over from the states at the end of last year didn't know what gabba was and i promised i would send her some gabba music and so <laughs> i might just send her that record and uh, see how that goes down nice how old is she she's in her early 30s i think she's oh, 31 yeah, I 32 thought i was imagining like a sort of really they've had uh, quite a lot of people a fair bit younger than you and your team i was imagining like a sort of innocent uh you know 18 20 year old american coming over fresh-faced and uh you know and you're like here you go here's some brutal polish gabba no i think i, th I think i'd uh be done for some sort of harassment if i did that i think i'd be a disciplinary matter i mean it still might be even sending it to someone who's a little bit older. Or maybe it's going to be a life-changing event. Uh, maybe, yeah. Well, for one of us, I might be jobless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, Glamour Label, Poland, Warsaw, yeah, into it. Very much looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out if there's any nights. Then we can get out there on one of those... Uh, 10 quid returns you get from yeah, London to, to Warsaw. Return to my family roots where I've never been to before. Is that right? Is that no, I've never roots? been to Poland. 
Well, my grandfather, Victor, was from Poland. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, great. Excellent. Shall we move on? <laughs> I want to play you something completely and totally and utterly different. In fact, about as far away from Gabba, not that the last track was Gabba, but that's what we were talking about, as it possibly gets. I want to play you some American bluegrass folk here. There's an artist called Charlie Parr. I first saw him at End of the Road Festival. Actually, I think it might have actually been like an End of the Road night initially, promoted by Simon of the Festival. And then I saw him at the festival. One of my absolutely favourite guitar players, favourite bluegrass people. I promoted him in London a number of times myself. And he has a new album. And it's out on the Smithsonian Folkways label. The Smithsonian is a large uh, museum and uh, also education group in America. And they've got a label. And they consider that music like this is important to them in the history of America. And I completely agree. I think Charlie Parr is an absolute maestro. And this is uh, the first single to come from his album. And this is called The Last of the Better Days Ahead. And it's the title track. Money can't buy back that 64 Falcon that you sold in your 20s and regretted it was gone. Cause you thought it contained some meaning or some answers to a life that you never bothered to question or even take a good close look at. And it broke your heart to see how it had been so important from the feeling of the steering wheel to the rubber on the road. And now it's grown unrealistic proportions in your mind. Now you're in your fifties, why can't you forget how the chrome bumper shined in the sun? If you could just go back, even for a minute, you could forget how you don't even know what it was you've lost. Why you always feel so empty in spite of all you have Were those feelings you remember even real? Were they honestly about some junky old falcon Or any other thing that you could own? Now it's all so stale and you feel so very old Like you've taken all your chances and tossed them all aside For some stupid piece of metal like shiny bits of trash That line the stolen nest of a greedy neighborhood crow So you drive back to your hometown to visit with your past But nothing looks the same anymore Except you can see all that you squandered Where you were shining all that chrome You were handed all you needed without cost But you were too blind to see it And you took it all for granted And now you want to complain Tell me just what it was that you lost Well, now you start to panic And your gas is running low And you need to find some meaning For your stranded on the road and the engine finally dies near a soybean field of dust. You just sit and watch the sunset turn the entire sky to rust. Turn the entire sky to rust. Turn the entire sky to rust. 
There we go, that is Charlie Parr's last of the better days ahead. And I didn't listen to a lot of music like that, but I have such a strong affection for a lot of Charlie's music that hearing his playing and his voice, it makes me happy. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I was going to, <laughs> foot stomping, hip swing music, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, Maybe not yeah a little hips. bit of that. I can't imagine it's going to fill too many dance floors, but he definitely does have some stompers in his arsenal, so to speak. He's in his 50s, but he's been like making, sort of releasing music since about 2000, 2002. And I guess I saw him for the first time about 2008, 2009. Yeah, I absolutely can't wait for him to be back. If you look into his back catalogue, he has a track called uh, Cheap Wine, which is, uh, I think, uh, my favourite. Yeah, it's a very end-of-the-road sort of band. If uh... <laughs> Exactly. Definitely someone that, without Simon, I don't think ever would have come to my ears. Although, just looking at his Wikipedia here, and it's, it seems like he's had a, one of his songs, 1922, was used on an advert for Vodafone. So, uh, nice. I hope Charlie coined it in. <laughs> yeah, he certainly got a good payday from Vodafone. <laughs> I hope so. So, if you want to submit music to us uh, here at the podcast, you can do submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net. And we got a record sent over from Richard Douglas, a patron and friend of the podcast. It essentially said the length of it was, I think this is one for Gareth, something along those lines. <laughs> and so I thought, well, I better check this out. And I'm going to say it took about three seconds for me to go, <laughs> yep, this one's for me. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see what these three seconds deliver. Oh, well, yeah, so uh, I do this too often. I like sort of really hype something up. I've really hyped up these first three seconds. I do like Hemlock Records. Back when I used to actually like DJing clubs and stuff, I used to buy from Hemlock. I'm going to have to look up on my Discogs, which it is, but I've definitely got a good few of them. But this is their first release since November 2017 for Hemlock Recordings. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't bought anything of them since probably November 2007 or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, well, they, they released a few uh, well-known names, you know, James Blake, LV, Ramadan Man, a couple of others. All of them that I have. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so it's a great label that's sort of come back from some sort of hiatus. If it's a, a podcast-style hiatus that we took, it's like one of them got married and didn't do any creative stuff for a few years and then suddenly came back to it after getting divorced. Maybe that's what's happened. Um, <laughs> anyway, sort of, so that's a bit of a diversion. Isn't it? So this is from an artist called Beneath. It's a London producer. And, yeah, the record is called On Tilt. Great return for Hemlock Recordings. This is called A Shrill Manor.
a cracker. It's uh, beneath a shrill manner. It's uh, not very shrill for a track called A Shrill Manor. It's uh, taken <laughs> from On Tilt EP on Hemlock Recordings. Enjoy that, Anthony. Yeah, it's a, a proper banger. Do you know anything about Beneath? Uh, yeah, he's been around for a little while. A London uh, producer, loads of EPs, quite a few on his own, No Symbols Records. But he's also released on a few faves of ours, you know, so uh, Pan, Because Heroic, Key Sound, Hotline Recordings. So a couple of well-known labels there. Yeah, definitely. I must have come across his music or their music before. Yeah, so it says here, with resonance of UK funky hardcore and dubstep, uh, which I think is probably about right. It's uh, yeah, very layered and sort of straddling a couple of different types of sounds, I would describe it as. Yeah, nice. I thought um, since you were playing a submission there, it was a good time for me to carry on the thing and play another submission because if I went through all of the submissions emails today, thank you for your patience and I, hope, I think I've got got back to most everybody there it has for the most part been loads and loads of excellent music this track here is by a band from new zealand called lips it seems like they were formed in america by a new zealand artist but now i think they're back in new zealand and it's also a bit like the previous track well this is not an american bluegrass country but it is not necessarily that the kind of like it like if we have a thing it is i'd say it's a bit poppy it's a bit pop punky it's a bit post-punky but I quite like it. And the song kicks off with them talking about how uh, crystal deodorant doesn't work. My mum uses that stuff. And whenever I go in the bathroom, I'm just like, it's just a rock. (laughs) And so they kind of got me on side immediately there. And then in the press release, it says, the song tells the story of someone entering into a misjudged affair, immediately and inelegantly backing out and later wondering how other people might have handled themselves in this situation more expertly. What have Jacinda done? What had Michelle Obama done? What would Cher do? These are all questions that we ask in our life as we go through trying to conduct ourselves in a better manner. What would Cher do? <laughs> Sorry, no, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm intrigued as to how this song conveys it. Well, the band is called Lips, and this song is called Your Deodorant Doesn't Work. Your
crash ending there for a three minute slice of uh, strange New Zealand bouncy pop. Into into <laughs> into that. There's the bounciness got me, got me good. <laughs> Definitely a head bobber. So thank you for sending that along. I guess you must be listeners to the podcast since we basically just say where the submission email is on the show. So thank you very much for listening. This is their debut album. They've been going for over 10 years. I see at least three EPs here and uh, a soundtrack to a film. And looking on their Wikipedia, it seems like it was a stage play that they wrote that was then adapted into a film. So they've done a, a number of you know, really cool things without actually completing a full-length album. The track Your Deodorant Doesn't Work from the album I Don't Know Why I Do Anything. From the album I Don't Know Why I Do Anything, which is out on the 16th of July of this year, and I don't have anything about which record label that is, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, trying to dig that out myself. It seems, uh, yeah, self-release, I suspect. But uh, Yeah, I've got yeah. the press release in front of me, so it doesn't seem to mention it. Don't need no labels. I'm going to play some music from Denmark. Is from a duo going by the name of Panxing, P-A-N-X-I-N-G. Yeah, this is uh, from a Danish label called Any Eyes. It's a really varied record. It's uh, some modern classical, some jazz. The track I'm going to play is much more sort of unstructured and abstract. It's essentially modern classical with poetry over the top of it. And it's a really intriguing, interesting, wonderful release. This track, my personal favourite. This is Panksing and it's called How.
you just don't know whether it's going to come back in again, do you? At the end, where it has that long <laughs> pause, it has like five seconds of silence right at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot better than the uh, last Danish music you played me. What was the last Danish music I played you? See if you can remember. On the podcast, or oh God, no! no. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, to be honest, the one the song you referred to as a musical wet willy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie, like in however many years of writing and talking about music i think that's the best description i've ever come up with and it's not i, I was i was into it yeah. <laughs> we're not going to say who it was because we don't talk about music we don't like but if you want to reuse that musical wet willy then uh, you know make sure you credit gareth yeah, that's it it's, yeah, it was, uh, and, uh, to be honest i think that is the track that was like the most apt for that but yes definitely it's the second piece of music from Denmark I've played you today but yeah Panksing I think I said that there's a duo I, I think I'm thrown by the cover to be honest uh, Panksing is the Monaco Copenhagen based artist Pernille Zador in Nygaard apologies for the pronunciation but yeah it says here in the blurb combines elements of techno experimental electronic music with soft minimalist piano pieces in a landscape that is formless but painted with clinical precision which it's probably a better description of music than my wet willy description. <laughs> so I'll just explain. I, I wasn't describing this music as a wet willy. No, no, it was a completely different artist from Denmark. Yeah, this, uh, this music, uh, got a Panksing uh, absolutely new to me, and this is, uh, I'm not sure how I actually came across this, but well, I was listening to a record this week, and yeah, like I said before, really varied got those bits there which have sort of techno elements to them but there's other bits that are just freeform piano some uh, poetry pieces yeah, it's it's a really cool record it's called slow music and it's by panksing and it's out on any eines out of copenhagen in denmark great i'm going to play you uh, the latest single from snapped ankles snapped ankles third album a forest of your problems is coming out in july on the leaf label they're another band I promote the shows. They've been around for a little bit. They are really great. I didn't get a chance to play the first single, but I really like this second single from it, and it is called The Evidence.
we go. That is Snapped Ankles, The Evidence, second single from Forest of Our Problems. I think it's a killer tune. That goes quite well with the last one, actually. Sort of more to sort of a quite groovy, percussive, post-punky, poppy good stuff. Yeah, I love a bit of Snankles. The, uh, I love that the top two comments are both the same. as obviously an accidental repeat saying, can't wait for the roundhouse, all in capital letters. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I haven't, haven't uh, gone down to the comments there. Nice. I'm into that. Two days ago as well. But a reply on that with the link to the tickets, obviously. Right Presuming now. that the wonderful Dirk Stoll, has a, who sounds like something out of a sort of mid-80s action film, has a, probably already got tickets. Because, yeah, Snapped Ankles are playing mine and their biggest ever show on the 30th of October at the Roundhouse. So, yeah, uh, can't wait for that. How big's the Roundhouse? 2,900 capacity, I believe. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot, to, lot of money. A lot of people for Snankles. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you listen to that, you just, that is, I've seen them live at least twice, but you know that's just going to be so much fun live as well, that track. Yeah, and we're planning some really cool stuff for the show. Yeah, full energy. Yeah, looking forward to it. When, when is the show, did you say? 30th of October. And the album? In London, England. And the album's out in, in, in July. Uh, on the Leaf label, you say? That is correct. As the last one was as well cracking so last track for me but before we go into it i'll just say thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast hopefully the last one we ever have to do remotely maybe <laughs> oh I don't, I don't i think we'll carry on doing them remotely from time to time well we've got it as a well-oiled machine and it sounds like because the lovely nick mccorriston does the hard yards in making it sound good but yeah you'll be able to get the the pure sweat and love of a in-person independent <laughs> music podcast from uh, <laughs> from next week hopefully um but no yeah really good and we'll continue doing the live shows remotely as well unsurprisingly i think this whole thing has taught us a few lessons and given us a few things to make the pod better in the future yeah exactly and i very much look forward to that and if you want to support us financially we always mention it but you can join the patreon where you can join us for those aforementioned live shows of which the next one will be coming first week or two of june well and they've been a lot of fun Excellent. I'm going to end with someone that Anthony has put on in the past. I do believe uh, you've put on JG. I certainly have. Yeah, absolutely. Jim Thurwell is a legend. Yeah, JG Thurwell. He's, uh, this is his second release under the Zordox moniker. Uh, we did Zordox specifically in London at Corsica in 2017, I think it was. Yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, cannot recall. Probably wasn't there. Uh, but anyway, checking out this record earlier in the week. It's called Omniverse on Editions Mago, and it is brilliant. It is a lot of fun. And actually quite quite nicely ties in with the opening track on this week's podcast as well. So this pod is quite nicely bookended. Mm-hmm. And just before we play, Zordox isn't a moniker that too many people are familiar with, but JG Thurwell is most famous for his fetus monica whole loads of albums through the 80s 90s scraping fetus off the wheel and the rest and has made an amazing career for himself doing uh film soundtracks tv soundtracks uh over the last 10 years he does archer you know huge hit tv show venture brothers as well and um just coming out the sort of post-punk scene of the late 70s 80s you know not and nick cave etc um he's still here and he's still making awesome stuff I'll leave you with this. It's Zordox, tracks called Endeavor, and we'll be back next week.